0: Hey, we'll pay for your wedding if you'll give us exclusive access. You could not see pictures of her wedding dress or the wedding party or her and her new husband or anything having to do with her big, fancy, important wedding unless you bought People Magazine or went to the People Magazine website. They're in bed together now. Yeah, literally. We're Colleen and Bradley.
1: On today's episode, we go deep in the shallow on People Magazine. It's Bradley.
0: I'm Colleen.
1: And we like to talk about stuff mostly hollywood stuff we have a show on the radio together and we've been talking about celebrity pop culture entertainment for
0: years many years almost a decade really almost a decade and back in the day we would just read the words on the page and take them as gospel but now we've learned to be a little bit more discerning with the hollywood celebrity news and if you're like us
1: you love to think about celebrities pop culture way more than most people Mm -hmm. and this is where you belong and this is what we're going to talk about on every episode of our podcast. Now, you can listen to us on the radio, but here's the thing. Our podcasts, um, we're going to go deep in the shallow, mm-hmm. as the name states. And what that really promises is we have a lot of questions. Yeah. And we hope that you will have a lot of questions with us. Yeah. And um, it's things like, you know, publisherships We're going to talk about what's a publicationship.
0: That is a relationship in service of publicity.
1: We also love to talk about tabloids. Mm. And... We thought we would start our conversation with you guys talking about what tabloids really are and what they're not Mm. in 2020. Oh, I like this. So when we started doing our show almost 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. tabloids were kind of a different animal. Because that was at a time when social media was just getting off the ground in terms of what celebrities were using social media for. Yeah. And it, so it was really a change.
0: Like, and I think that was even before Twitter. Like back, before Twitter, the only way you could hear from a celebrity, and I'm putting that in loose quotes, was to, to read the tabloids about them. Now you can hear directly from the celebrity if you want to through social media. But back then, what was written on the page... In a tabloid, whether it was a website or a magazine or whatever, newspaper, you would just take that as, that must be the way it is. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And we didn't think much about it. And I remember, you know, you and I started on the station with Lori and Julia, who also do a show. And I say that because their approach to tabloids was mm-hmm. like that old school approach of like, ooh, the tabloids say these two kids are in love. Don't they look adorable? And they would sort of comment on that story. Right. Well, we soon learned that the way that tabloids have changed, there's more going on behind the scenes when you see a story pop up in a tabloid. I mean, this isn't breaking news or anything. No, You've probably figured this out yourself. But we kind of came to this over the years. We just kept seeing it more and more. And as we like to say, it became so obvious. So
0: obvious.
1: So So we could start with like, you know, going through all the history of tabloids and everything. But if we kind of focused on People Magazine as an example. I think People Magazine is a wonderful illustration of just how much tabloids have changed over the years. You know, People Magazine started, and I went back and was like Googling like crazy to learn about the history of People Magazine. Mm -hmm. It goes all the way back to the 70s. They wanted to have something that was more celebrity driven because there just wasn't a lot of that. Yeah. And it took off like gangbusters.
0: I want to say, though, at least my childhood, because we subscribed to People Magazine, there was like a healthy balance of celebrity stories and like what I would call this is just going to sound terrible, but it's true. Like the baby in the well stories, Yeah, like human interest. Right. And there was like a good marriage of those sort of. So you felt like you were getting some sub while what you were really doing is just reading about your favorite celebrities and being all gossipy. Yeah.
1: But like a lot of publications, they had actual journalists doing the work, um, telling the stories, just like you would expect from, you know, Time Magazine, where People Magazine sprouted from, right? But like in the last 10 and 20 years, really, there has been a change from the magazine telling the stories Mm. and celebrities trying to artfully dodge the tabloids or to try to essentially avoid the tabloids telling the real tale of what was going on to now where the celebrities essentially control the tabloids. The tabloids are the mouthpieces for the celebrities.
0: There has been a huge shift. And if I can just illustrate this, I listened to Jessica Simpson's book called Open Book. And in it, she talks about in her marriage with Nicholas Shea, because of the popularity of the show Newlyweds, people, not People Magazine, people, paparazzi and the general public were super interested in their lives to the point where they couldn't leave their gated community without there being a slew of paparazzi right at the edge of their gate, of their community, ready to follow them wherever they were going. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen anymore. I don't think it happens in the same way where they would be waiting for them so that they could see what they were doing throughout the day. Yeah. Like
1: I think this all culminated like in the nineties, the, you know, the sort of extremes of the tabloids. And of course, with the tragic death of princess Diana Mm -hmm. and everybody. Remember how the celebrities would complain about paparazzi outside their home? Yes. They'd be moving and they'd be like, you know, yelling at the, the paparazzis outside their house. Well, sure, those things occasionally still happen. But for the most part, you've seen the tabloids and People magazine chief among them really just turn to the the celebrities directly and say like, okay, well, here's the thing. You give us access and we'll give you headlines. Yes. You give us access and we'll give you real estate in our magazine. So it became a much more symbiotic relationship. And I was reading this article This interview with the new editor of People Magazine. His name's Dan Wakeford. And he came up through In Touch and some other uh, tabloid publications. And I think now People Magazine is like, especially with their royal coverage, is like directly connected with the celebrities in a way that is far different than where we started 10 years ago when we talked about this. And what does that mean? So, like, people would say, big deal. Well, That just means as a reader or for us, because we look at tabloids Mm -hmm. every day, we just had to get smarter about reading through the lines and trying to read past the sort of first person publicity accounts that celebrities are feeding tabloids like People Magazine.
0: So maybe to put it in like some plainer terms, old school People Magazine was about maybe there was like a sliver of journalism occurring, right? With actual writers who had some training in journalism and they were looking for the story right yep. whereas present day people magazine is more about you give us the story we'll tell your story which allows the celebrities then to leverage people magazine to tell the story that they want to be told so it essentially has become like a PR mechanism for them
1: and people would say well how did that happen and I think truly again if you look back at um, people magazine it's it's so obvious it's so obvious that what happened was with the rise of social media, you had celebrities saying like, OK, I'm sick and tired of tabloids telling my story. I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to get the attention for it. I'm going to get the followers. I'm going to get the you know ability to, to make money off of what I'm saying myself. Well, that left tabloids in the lurch, because if you don't need a tabloid to tell your story, you know, what good is a tabloid then, right? So I think then you had tabloids say, okay, well, the deal we're going to have to make with the devil to survive is to, you know, go directly to um, the celebrities and say, look, we have a brand that will get you attention beyond just your own followers and fans. Um, And this interview with Dan Wakeford, this uh, new editor of People Magazine, you know, he talks about this. The value of People Magazine is to bring that celebrity to a new audience, mm-hmm. and they're very clear about how fully upfront and connected they are with celebrities. They want that; they want to be friends with celebrities.
0: Well, and here's where you see it, like, and and I would almost say these were like the baby seeds that planted the you know the overgrowth that is the People Magazine of today. We saw it with weddings, celebrity weddings, right? So people would go, and actually, this was also in that Jessica Simpson book, um, Open Book. People Magazine approached her and said to her uh, for her second wedding, not the one to Nick Lachey, said to her, hey, we'll pay for your wedding if you'll give us exclusive access to your wedding. And the currency there is that you could not see pictures of her wedding dress or the wedding party or her and her new husband or anything having to do with her big, fancy, important wedding unless you bought People Magazine or went to the People magazine website. So literally they are now they're in bed together now. Yeah. Literally. Which
1: again, okay, so big deal, but when there are stories that are, you know, that the public wants to know about, that are a little more serious, right. You know, for example, you hear you know, the stories about Harvey Weinstein for example. You can't rely on People magazine to tell you something factual about that story because you don't know whether or not the story they're telling is something directly coming out of the mouth of someone who has a vested interest. I'm not saying that they had coverage about Harvey Weinstein being wonderful, but I'm saying you just can't rely on People Magazine to tell the celebrity stories that are actually going to put the celebrities or that are going to challenge them in some way. They're not
0: going to tell the story objectively.
1: And, you know, okay. So here's the other thing you need to know about Colleen and myself when it comes to um, pop culture and how we like to go deep in the shallow. So we read through the lines of sele- uh, of tabloids, but we often get our information from blind items. Mm-hmm. So our source for blind items is usually Enti Lawyer. Mm-hmm. And what's an Enti Lawyer?
0: So he is a guy who has a website, uh, like a blog called CrazyDaysAndNights.net, and he describes himself as a 300-pound lawyer living in his mom's basement. Mm-hmm. But he clearly has some connections in Hollywood. We've talked to him before. He's got his own podcast. I mean, he clearly has some connections and he knows some stuff about some of the underbelly, the counterculture of Hollywood. And so he writes these blind items, which are, as you say, Bradley, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. And then we try to solve those mysteries.
1: And they have really opened our eyes when it comes to just how in bed together tabloids and celebrities are. Can I like read one recent one to you? Okay, so there's going to be a lot of like buzzwords, and we can explain what they means. But uh, what they mean, but I'll read the actual blind item, and then we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. So this is one from like December of this last year. The OG knee pads. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so OG knee pads basically means like the original. Uh, tabloid that would like be in service of celebrities exactly like on their knees for the celebrities
1: is not only sucking up to the family of the going to jail illiterate actress and that's not illiterate it's alliterate as in the actress's first name and last name start with the same letter.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's, do you want me to fill in the blank now? Yeah, sure. That would be Lori Laughlin. So who's
1: the, who are the OG knee pads?
0: So that's People Magazine.
1: Okay, so People Magazine is not only sucking up to the family of Lori Laughlin, mm-hmm. they are also making money off the family. They did a partnership with the offspring disguised as an article and video.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, so this is about Olivia Jade. She's the daughter of Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli. And, you know, they were heavily embroiled in the college admission scandal. Olivia Jade, their daughter, who was a YouTuber, a pretty well-known social media influencer, she kind of had to go dark for a while while this was all heating up. But then one day, as if out of nowhere, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, she showed up again on YouTube, she
1: right? Sh- exactly. She shows up on YouTube, and then shortly thereafter, there is this headline on People magazine. Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade, posts first makeup tutorial since college admission scandal. And so that sounds like a news item. So, Right. Like in, and this is where this all matters. And again, this is why we're paying attention to this, because you and I show up for work. We're sitting down at our computer, looking at your laptop and looking at the stories of the day. And you're like, ooh, the first time Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade, pops up, I need to read this story. So like a sucker, you click on the thing and you start reading the story. And it's literally just a story. It starts... First of all, it's not a legal battle. Mm-hmm. Her mom and her dad are like, uh, have been arrested, but it's a nice little legal battle. Sure. Anyway, so you think you're just getting this like regular story about Olivia Jade posting, which is totally newsworthy, valuable. However, then you realize that within this story, there are links to the products that Olivia Jade is selling on her YouTube channel or talking about in her uh, YouTube mm-hmm. tutorial. hmm and these are affiliate links Yeah, and affiliate links are literally links that if you click on them and then you end up buying a product People Magazine makes a like a instant commission on the sale of that product
0: right so here you are little uh, Susie Johnson uh, checking out what's going on what's popping on People Oh, and, you know, this. you log out, oh, Olivia J. am a big fan of hers. Oh, well, look at this right here. I can just link right here and get that yeah. great makeup that yeah. she's putting on.
1: You're but putting you're money. lining
0: the pockets of People magazine. So
1: it makes you want, I mean, it, it, it then makes you question everything you're reading. And I will tell you that within the last, I mean, maybe they've been doing this a lot longer. I've been paying attention. We've been paying attention for probably the last six months. And I've seen other articles like this where. They tell you a celebrity story and then embedded it at the bottom of the article, usually, or at some point in the article, there'll be in italics. Clicking on this may somehow benefit the bottom line of People Magazine, blah, blah, blah. So So they're disclosing They do disclose it because they have to legally, right? Right. But it's so innocuous, you just don't even realize it. And the normal person goes to people to get the story. Right. They don't realize that they are literally being advertised to. And so this, this, I think, is the next level. Oh, yeah. So the first level was you had People Magazine just telling interesting stories. They mm-hmm. got a lot of attention, became wildly successful. And then that model changed. In order to survive, they had to work, get in bed with celebrities mm-hmm. and work hand in glove with them. They've done that. Well, now, in order to stay alive, that's not good enough. They have to somehow make additional money. And this interview with, um, and I'll link to this in our show notes, the editor of People Magazine now, he's talking about new ways that they can make money because they have to in the day, you know, in the times that we live. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of different
0: reasons why they have to, right? Because they probably don't sell print in the same way that they used to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly.
1: And so sort of commoditizing the content directly, meaning a celebrity is talking about something. Well, if the celebrity is selling the product that they're talking about, they're going to create a link. Mm-hmm. Now, that's maybe not something they work directly with the celebrity, but they are smart enough to know that there is money here. The problem with that is your advertisers are content. Right. So your content is being controlled by people you're making money off of. Are you going to ever publish anything critical?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I mean, it becomes not journalism. You know, I mean, it already has gotten there.
1: And I know I can hear people out there going, well, duh, it's tabloids. What do you expect these people to do? Well, somebody should be telling the real story because think about the story of Harvey Weinstein. Like, yes, there are some legitimate journalists who cover that story, thankfully. But for every Harvey Weinstein story that rises to the level of a New York Times piece, there are a lot of other celebrity scandals and um, stories that need to be told mm-hmm. that I, you can't trust that somebody like People Magazine or Us Weekly is going to be telling.
0: No, because they'll be busy trying to pedal those pumps. That that celebrity is wearing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we see you. Um, we see you.
1: And there are a lot of other examples. I just gave you the Lori Laughlin one, but I was kind of going back through some of our blind items because, again, if um, you haven't been following, you know, maybe the same stories we have, Like, there's tons of stuff about how Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have been working. And again, the editor of People talks about how lucky they are to have this direct connection with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and the royal family. So it just requires that every time you see a story, you stop and ask yourself the question. If it's an exclusive, because a lot of times, right, you'll see... Mm -hmm. People exclusive.
0: Well, and what does that mean to us? When we hear the word exclusive, what do we think, Bradley? It probably came right from the celebrity. Yeah, we say the call is coming from inside the house. It Mm -hmm. essentially is that they, for all intents and purposes, reprint the press release that's given directly to them, handed directly to the magazine via the uh, celebrity's publicist. This is the story we want told. Please regurgitate this story. And they do. And all the quotes in there, you can bet they're right from the celebrity.
1: Do you have any sense or remember like what the first story was where this all kind of it became so obvious? Mm. or like
0: The place where it all crystallized for me was the wedding of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra and the heavy involvement of People magazine. And the fact that, you know, they they continue to be kind of the front runners in writing stories about that couple. Using quotes that are so clearly complimentary of that couple in a way that makes you analyze that.
1: You know, what's what bothers me about that is not that they do that. Right. So like we your example of Priyanka Chopra, and Nick Jonas, we talk about them as a publication ship and we're going to do a whole podcast episode on publicationships or just relationships that are utilized for publicity, mm-hmm. meaning Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's relationship was
0: created
1: Cre- whether you call it created or, you know.
0: It's being leveraged. The
1: story of their relationship is being leveraged for publicity. Yeah. In ways that few other celebrity relationships up to that point had been. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is because of what People Magazine was willing to do. So you'll see an article and it'll say people exclusive. Find out all the details about what um, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's wedding was really like. And then they have all the photos. Mm-hmm. It always talks about sources. A source exclusively mm. tells people magazine, to which I at this point I'm like, so we all know that this is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas telling you these stories mm-hmm. about their wedding. Mm-hmm. We don't really care. Like right. we know that this is what's going on. Why do you need to continue to have that like
0: Because if they say it's coming directly from the celebrity, then we just then we write it off. Then it's not gossip. Yeah. Then it's just the celebrity telling like it's you about just a themselves. a newsletter
1: from the celebrity. But
0: the source part says, this is gossip. Word on the street is.
1: Yeah, like, ooh, you're getting something no one else and is And then getting.
0: there's a social currency to that. Yeah. Where there's not a social conser- currency to Priyanka Chopra... You know, wants you to know this, this, and this about the outfit she wore to the Met yeah. Gala.
1: Which really, truly, right. then you go, well, okay, so they just gave you a right. gown.
0: That's not gossip. Yeah. Now I just know what actually happened. I want it. I, it's got to sound like gossip. It's got to sound like something I'm not supposed to know. Exactly. And that's like what there's sells somebody clicks.
1: whispering. You know, like, did you hear?
0: Yeah. Like yeah. your hairdresser, Sally was like, "I did Priyanka Chopra's hair last week." And guess what? She told me. I overheard it. We
1: used to do this all the time. Actually, we did actually, because it was show. almost
0: comical. Like
1: I would say, like, well, my friend Sally. Yeah. she heard.
0: Yeah, but it's not. I mean, that's the that's the thing is like that's the first thing that you have to say to yourself when you hear a source tells X, Y, or Z exclusively. Who is that source? and what does the celebrity stand to gain? And which celebrity stands to gain from it, right? So sometimes you'll get a celebrity story, especially in People Magazine, yep. where it'll be talking about, okay, let's use this for example, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline, yep. right? You will hear, you know, a source says, Britney, blah, bitty, blah, blah, blah. Well, you we pull back and we go, okay, who stands to gain from that bit of gossip yep. right there? And sometimes it's that it's not Britney Spears, it's Kevin Federline's camp mm-hmm. that has given that story to People Magazine, right? To make him look better so that he's, because they're using, all this is, is the celebrities trying to manipulate our view of what's actually going on
1: and the tabloid is totally fine being that middle person the question that i have in the the thing that i want to see when it comes to how the sausage is made is how does this work i want to see the you know the memo come in Mm -hmm. It's an email right it's got to be an email i want to see the email that comes in from the publicist like here's the story and if you're out there listening and you know how this works like shed light like we are not experts we are simply people who have been talking about celebrities for a decade or more. I mean, we just got paid for the last 10 years to do mm-hmm. it. We're totally sold, but I need to know how the sausage is made. I want to see like what the email says, how it's framed, and I want to see that the boob, like the equivalent of, of you and I who's sitting at a keyboard, you know, typing in yeah. the story to see how they actually do this. Yeah. Like how much of it is just completely cut and paste, how much of it is like somebody, you know, crafting you know, a well-oiled narrative, because I kind of tend to feel like we've looked at enough tabloids and read enough tabloids now to think that this has got to be a pretty cookie cutter experience. Like whether it's because in addition to people, we talked a lot about people, right? Because they're kind of the biggest, the most obvious.
0: Yeah. But, you know, there's nuances to other ones. Well,
1: and Us Weekly, I was reading about how Us Weekly really pushed people into the sort of like the competition from Us Weekly. They really were the ones to kind of create this culture Mm -hmm. of celebrities they're just like us right and then you have people magazine but now you've also got things like hollywood life right um there are tabloids that i look to and instantly know this is probably being provided directly from the celebrity. So you can you can trust it. You then have to pick it apart. Because you have to know what it's for. You can trust the source because the call is coming from inside the house. But you don't know why they're trying to get you to believe that. Right. right. There's a
0: purpose for it.
1: Like they're telling you the house is on fire. It might be on fire. But I then ask myself, why do they want me to think the house is on fire? Right. 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 And what's been really helpful for us, I think, is uh, the blind items. It was the connection of you know the blind items plus the tabloid stories because the blind items really were like hey there's more going on here right. than what you think you know something else is actually happening
0: well that's the good news is stick with us because we got more stories just like this yeah we are always paying attention to what we think is really going we have, on
1: we have information we we, got have, we have sources of our own
0: mm, you'll want to come back because no doubt you'll want to go deep in the shallow with us
1: thanks for listening. You can share tips with us at just the tip at deepentheshalow.com
0: and don't forget to like us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and would you do us a favor and leave us a little review That would be awesome. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.